This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I got drunk on a first date with someone. We went to a house party and there was a tattooer there. So I tattooed slut on my hip while we were like making out and now it's just there sorry mom that's kind of cool i like a tattoo with meaning whore yeah (laughs) (laughs) to be or not to be leo steppy oh hey i didn't see you there hey everyone it's me dom Welcome back to Dom Meets World. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. Make sure to find me on all streaming platforms and leave an amazing rating and review. You all probably know me from Netflix's Perfect Match and my journey since. And I'm so excited to continue this in real life rom-com, if you will, which will be a deeper dive into my dating life. Each week on Dom Meets World, I'll welcome a new guest to discuss all things dating, advice, heartbreak, and everything in between. So I know a lot of you have been wondering from the last episode, where was Taylor Swift? Well. Don't fear, she's here today, and don't even worry about it. Um, But first, I'm here today to discuss loving yourself with the one and only, my bestie, me in a different font, if you will. Um, Me, if I've made different choices. It's me, Leo Skeppy. It's Leo (laughs) Skeppy. Hi. Leo, how's it going, man? I like your glasses. Hold up, should I get my Leo pose on? Should I? (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it better than me. Don't piss me off. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Right. How's everything? Great. How you been? 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy I got to meet you. I'm, we, Me well, we got to hang out last night. We got yeah, we're actually friends in real life. So yeah, when he are. says bestie, for real. Yeah, we actually do hang out. And we got sushi. Mm-hmm. As soon as I, as soon as he walked in, I told him to f*** off. I didn't <laughs> want him to be there no more because he's tall. I didn't realize he's so tall. That's my gig. Well, like, why can't two tall men succeed? Nope. Is that, that's, that's just not a thing. Mm-mm. That's just... Okay. <laughs> So I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't change that. That's, that's something my I just thing. Can't, that's something you're I can't gonna show do. up tall, in shape with hair, and uh, think I'm gonna be okay with that? You're definitely no. in better shape. Look at the shoulders. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I got like oh, I got yeah, that you, on. Yeah, you. you know the you know the shoulders be popping. Right, and you be wearing silver, so I got that on you too. Huh. Well, I can't afford gold. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I can't afford gold. <laughs> How'd you feel about the Luo last night? Traumatizing. I didn't like it <laughs> at all. You got to preface that before all of Hawaii comes after us. Yeah, it was a fever dream last night at dinner. I wanted some sushi and we got a shit show. It just seemed, so. it, it, I might be, this might be ignorant. The sushi, is sushi going down in Hawaii? Like, do people go to Hawaii for sushi? I don't know. I'm laughing because like, I'm like, I'm scared too. I'm like, did, did, like did, anyone else, did anyone else realize that? Like, it was like a luau bar with like disco balls and sushi. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of threw me off. I don't get it. Yeah. I'm not going back. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we won't reveal the name of the restaurant. No. I feel like it's pretty, I feel like there's only one place that you can go in <laughs> LA to get a little out of sushi. Uh, uh, anyways, how's LA? Great. Because you're coming from Houston. Yes. I'm so excited to actually finally live here. A lot of people say that they hate LA. I like it a lot. Really? I love that everybody, well. A lot of people say it's fake. Do you feel like you blend into that? No. Do you feel like... <laughs> I like the fakeness. It's kind of fun. You think the fakeness is f- Yeah, just like watching it. Yeah. Like influencers in the wild. I'm like, what the f- 
<laughs> How many do you have a lot of encounters with influencers? Because mm-hmm. you know everybody. Yeah. Do you find yourself like caught in like you're having a meal and like it's just constant phones out? No, because I'm fun. Mm. Well, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying you, but I'm saying like other influencers stuff like that. Like being with me and they have their phone out. Yeah. Are you, no, because I'm entertaining. They want to hang out with oh, me. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So, it's me. It's just, you call me boring. But I don't, I go I don't, out and people just pull their phones immediately and start recording. Yeah, but I don't tolerate that. So, like, if someone's on their phone a lot, I'll call them out for it, and then I just won't hang out with you again. Like, mm. it's very disrespectful in my opinion. Fair enough. Like, check your phone here and there, fine. Yeah. But, but don't be, me. like, making content the entire time. Yeah. Do you plan to make content with anyone out here? No. You? that's it but yeah i don't really like plan anything no i'm very protective of who i associate myself with online so like i make sure i know someone on and offline first before i post with them because i'll be damned if i look stupid right you post something and then next thing you know right i don't care about the clout i got plenty of that on my own no, I know. I don't want to be associated I've, with I've, I've been on. I've been in your TikTok lives. Couldn't get, could get damn worded. I'm you're saying like, hi, Leo. Yeah. I go on live. You're like, what belt should I get? I'm like, the first. Uh, 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 someone's got to notice that I'm in the chat. I mean, like, I got the blue check. Let, let, me, hold on, let me try one more time. First belt. Dom, we don't give a fuck. It's Leo Skeppy. Damn, my fault, my fault. Let me back out. I'm fighting for my life to get verified. You will. They don't care. About I don't know me. how you're not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you like. You're f- way more popular than I am. I guess you have like more PR. Ah, uh, fair enough. I do have the Tadum plug. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Let's talk about uh, your day in life. Current dating situations, situationships, <laughs> hookups. Uh, you're not going to be very impressed because I don't like nobody. Re- like, there's nothing going on. No. My last hookup, like the last time I had sex was last August. Mm. I don't hook up. I don't do like random hookups. I'm very protective of who gets access to me. Right, you're a water sign. I remember uh-huh. you saying this. Sensitive. I'd be caring. Yeah, me too. I'd be emotional. <laughs> I get attached, I get attached like that. Like, yeah, I get attached quick. I can't get attached because I'm gonna go to prison as soon as you hurt my feelings. I get like you give me like the slightest bit. Of, <laughs> I get like the slightest bit of attention, and I'm like, "You're the one." I start romanticizing right. shit. Like I'm the like, fact that you love me, I love you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. You like me? I'm in. But yeah, I don't really have any potential love interests or anything. Like I'm so chronically unimpressed by men. <laughs> I'm doing my thing until the right one comes along, but I'm not looking for it. Yeah. Because men have a tendency to just come in and like screw everything up. Right, so you're, I'm like, fo- you're focused. Make, get my money up. I, uh, yeah. Get moved to LA. And then I can worry about a boyfriend. Right, once, the, once the money's right. Money's been right, but oh. 
I just want to like, I just want an excuse not to date nobody because they're annoying. <laughs> like, I just know how I am in a relationship and I was care it, too much. Was it something about the time in August that was like, just kind of put you off? Or was yeah, it just natural progression? I had like a hookup, like a friends with benefits type thing. Mm. And then he pissed me off. Yeah. Like he just said one thing that hurt my feelings and I was like, oh, I'm done with you. And then you're like, that's it. Yeah. And then that just like set the tone for like the remainder of the year. It didn't really set the tone. I just didn't come across anyone else I was into. That like interests you. Do you have a type? Do you think? So <laughs> everybody gets mad when I said this, but my type is myself just shorter. <laughs> like just, you just could also like have hair. I don't mind that. Yeah, you don't the, have to be bald. This is short skeppy. Yeah. I like a guy with an attitude. Right. So you okay? So you could write me off completely then. Well, I mean, like I got I the height. I don't want to write you off. <laughs> I, got, I got the height. I have hope. And I have I have no attitude whatsoever. I don't like that. Yeah, there's not a lot of sass here. Not sass. I don't like no sassy motherfucker. What's so? What do you define as attitude? Like tough. Mm. Like stand your ground, hold your own. Like just be tough stuff. Yeah. Don't let no one walk on you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Like that. Like that. Yeah. Like be protective of me. Like want to fight everybody for me. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yell at me. Like I like someone that will stand up to me. Have you heard of a like demisexual? Who? It's a uh, when you have, I think it's like when you can't have sex with someone unless you like have like a connection. Oh, I don't need all that. I'm just very picky. Okay. So you're not. Mm -mm. Cool. Like I, <laughs> I, I can hook up with someone, but... I have this thing where, like, I have to make sure you're, like, a decent person. Yeah. You know? Because there's been people that I've hooked up with in the past that I, like, jump too quick at it. And then I find out a couple weeks later they're not who I thought they were or they're, like, actually, like, a piece of shit. And it, like, makes me regret it. It makes me feel gross. Do so you, I, like, evaluate people do you, So you have, like, requirements? Would you say, oh, yeah. like, a list? Yeah. What would those requirements be? If you had to give me, like... Oh, it's, like, a... I have a... Word document on Google. <laughs> it's a boyfriend <laughs> scoreboard, and then I have a hookup scoreboard, and they're like three pages each. Are there any uh, score like on the scoreboard? Are there any that are worth more points? Like let's say like therapy. No, not worth more points. They're they're all a point you have to make. They're all one point. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make Is that there, like, shot. A total score. No, it's you, either, have hit, you, you have to hit all the check marks. You fill it or you don't. Okay. <laughs> Is, okay, so give me some of the the points. Oh, give me like I'm gonna. It's gonna get offensive. No, go. Like, I won't get offended. That's all that really matters. It's just you and me here. <laughs> Let me think. I kind of want to skip the points, like the actual points, because okay. they're like very like specific to my preferences that people get pissed. Okay. We'll skip that. Okay. Yeah. I'll show you later, though. Yeah, yeah. Show me afterwards. <laughs> I'll show you. I'm, like, I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's get into today's topic. Um, let's just get right into it. How did you start your journey with like self-love? Or how do you describe self-love? Like in your own words. Oh, that's very different. You want the journey or you want how I describe it? Let's start with how you descri let's describe it. Like what's your definition on self-love or the meaning okay. of it? So self-love to me, my definition of love is very different than most people's. But self-love, to break it all down, is basically taking yourself into consideration and no longer discarding yourself. How you feel, what you want, what you like, what you don't like, what makes you uncomfortable. No longer discarding that to be around people and have people love you. Mm -hmm. Like, so just taking all parts of yourself and making it matter is my kind of version of it. Mm -hmm. Like just taking yourself into consideration, that's what I look at as self-love. Because a lot of people make it seem like self-love is just this thing that you just feel, like a feeling that just pops out of your ass, you have it or you don't have it. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. 
People were like, oh, get in the mirror and tell yourself affirmations. I love myself. Mm -hmm. You know how long I had to do that? Till yeah. I realized like, <laughs> this. this shit doesn't, does not work. Right. Yeah. Full of it. Y'all full of it. Yeah. I look at that sh like stuff like that as like, okay, that's for people who really haven't been through nothing. Because mm -hmm. that works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's kind of like my definition of it and how I look at it. Because it, it breaks it down, makes it seem more attainable. But also like the whole feeling thing. It's not just the feeling you have or don't have. I look at self-love as the way you treat yourself and the actions you take. Like I look at loving as a verb, whether other people want to or not. Like mm -hmm. to love something is to prioritize it, to care about it. Yeah. And to consider it. So I look at self-love in my actions, like, are the actions I'm taking self-loving or not? Mm -hmm. Like, do you feel good about this? Yeah. As opposed to, as opposed to like, does, is this making everyone around me happy? Putting mm -hmm. yourself first, would that be like? Not really putting myself first. I look at it like, you know how to take other people into consideration. Self-love is learning how to take yourself into consideration with them. Like, holding yourself and other people mm -hmm. and not just picking them up and dropping yourself or picking yourself and dropping them. Yeah. Like you don't want to put yourself first, but like everybody gets taken into consideration. Yeah. I think that was like, like my analogy. And then like, I remember saying this to my therapist about like how I viewed myself and like everyone in my life is like, everybody in my life is on a boat, right? We're rich friends. Yeah, we all, we all on a boat and we're trying to get to them. We're all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on a boat. I'll be on a jet ski. I like to whip around. You be on a boat. I'm like way out there. Yeah, you can be on a raft. <laughs> everyone, everybody on something. Everyone on something. Um, but we're on a boat and we're trying to get to this island, right? And everyone's getting to this. I'm helping everyone get to these islands. Everyone get there, but my boat is sinking on the way there. You know what I mean? And that's how like I kind of view how I've been living my life. Is like I put everyone, even when I'm dating, I put people on a pedestal put my family above my mom, my younger brother. It's like, I want to see everyone shine before even giving me like a glimpse of the sun. Hmm. You know what I mean? And I find myself like, by the time everyone's at the island, I'm like, I can't get over there. Like I'm Like who's left to I'm help drowning. you? Yeah. I have a whole podcast episode I did recently about people pleasing. I'll send you the link. Yeah. <laughs> if you got any questions, call me. Good. I'll send you the link. Because I basically talked about all you of that. You need it, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am like the ultimate like people pleaser. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love you for it. Yeah. I'll love you out of it. Yeah. I like I like I just don't know how not to be but that's a whole different that's a it's a whole next new way time of we life. Have <laughs> it's a whole new way of life. Yeah. You know life as a people pleaser, you don't know life considering yourself. Yeah. It's a whole new way of life. It's not just an easy flip. I wanna know about your philosophy around expressing yourself and being who you are so confidently. And I don't mean that as like an insult, but like <laughs> there's a lot of guys that look at you and would want to express themselves and do things that you do, but don't feel confident. So how do you kind of like, what's your philosophy on it? What's your outlook on it? Well, to the way like, like I grew up like basically around all women. Like my dad was out of the picture at a very young age. My mom, my grandmother, I grew up around all my little cousins that were kind of like, almost like pretty much like my sisters in a sense. Like I grew up like playing Barbies with my like little cousins and I always viewed my mom like my hero. You know what I mean? Like she's like my best friend, she's my hero. She's everything on her own. My dad left. She was like, she was like, if you're not gonna be around, I don't want your money. If you're not gonna see him, I don't want your money, I want nothing, I'll do it myself. So in my eyes, I always viewed femininity as being like powerful. Uh. As being like, 
You strong. know what I mean? Being strong. So I never viewed it as being less than or weaker, which I feel like tossing messaging, that's what it is. Like viewing anything feminine as being like showing a sign of weakness or vulnerability. So for me, it's like I never really saw it as like, oh, this is me being touched. It's like, I'm just being myself. I'm just, I see something I like, I wear it. I love that. Yeah. Cause so you don't look at anything feminine like the nail thing or anything else that people would consider feminine. You don't look at it like it makes you weak or it makes you anything. You look at it like it actually makes you more powerful. Yeah. That's a good perspective. That's like a very like powerful perspective. Yeah, because I look at like my nails, like I would go to like, get my mom would get her hair done because like she was young and she had me. I would go with her everywhere. I go to the nail salon with her. I go get her hair done. I go with her, talk to everyone there. So it was like, I always felt comfortable there and everyone around there. I was like, everyone here's so cool, badass. The nails are fucking cool, badass. So when I was 10 years old, I saw this like wrestler Jeff Hardy paint his nails. So I started like getting permanent marker. And as I got older, I uh, my niece, I would paint her nails, she would paint mine, and she wanted to do designs. And she, I was like, I can't do that. So I took started taking to the nail salon, and then yeah, I never I never viewed it as like, oh, this is like a thing, women do. I shouldn't be here. Oh, I, I love just it. Always felt comfortable. So that was that's always been my perspective on it. And then obviously I got bullied for it or trolled or whatever. But my perspective is like you get bullied with it and change or you get bullied with it and it's like, well, I'm still going to do it because they're going to bully me anyways. I already got bullied, so. So how did you not let it, like, bring you down when you'd get bullied for it? Like, and you never you never seemed to question if what you were doing was bad or wrong. You never shamed yourself for it. It was just your sense of normal. Yeah. To do and express how you wanted to. This is so gonna how did you, like, not let it impact you? That's, like, around the self-love thing. Yeah, this is going to sound really bad, though. What? Because no, no one that anyone, nothing anyone ever said to me about it was worse than what I said about myself in like the mirror. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like I was somebody like I like I'm still like I've gotten better, but I've always been someone who's been hard on myself and never like my self worth has always been like I was in debt. Like, <laughs> like I was like, like Can I get a loan? Like yeah, my self worth net worth would be like <laughs> Can I get a credit line to like myself? Please. Yeah. My credit <laughs> score in terms of like like uh self worth is like I'm like 300. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be able to take out a loan with like my net worth and my self-worth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you still feel like that? Um, sometimes. It's been, it's been weird though. Also, did you just become the host? But <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you get deep or talk to me about something deep, I get so into it. Yeah. So take control whenever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I was, so what happened was, I always felt like that when I was younger, and then as I got older, I started, like, dating, and then um, I started going to therapy, and I started getting better, like, my self-worth, my self-confidence, and then it's like, I got big on TikTok, right? And then it was like, I entered this new realm of influencers where now I'm, again, kind of felt like I was at the bottom of, like, this new world that I was in. Started feeling better about that, more confident, and then I got picked to do reality TV, and then now all of a sudden it's like, okay, now I'm in a new world, a new landscape with people that have been doing reality TV and now I'm back at the bottom again. So it's kind of like, I feel as though for myself, it's like it's been this like kind of cycle journey of dealing with like my own self-worth and the environment that I've been placed upon. Okay, so when you'd get these opportunities, you didn't look at it like you're worth the opportunity. You just looked at it like, okay, I'm at the bottom. Exactly. I'm at the bottom again, which is a really shitty way to look at it but just like that's just naturally how my brain just it's not works. shitty it just it serves you in some way like that helps you you think so yeah well you didn't watch my shows 
<laughs> no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, tell. the cheating thing. No, we'll get there. But the biggest thing about I used to struggle with being mean to myself. I'm extremely hard on myself, but now I give myself credit. So, with you like attacking yourself in the mirror and always seeing what's wrong and what's bad, the thing that helped me a lot was realizing like, okay. I know I keep being so mean to myself, but then I flipped it and looked at why. Like, why would I continuously be so mean to myself and dog myself and never, like, say anything nice? Mm -hmm. And it's because, like, you have to look at the, I look at it like the voice in my head that's an asshole. Like, why are you there? What are you trying to do? And I realized, like, being mean to yourself, it's like a safety mechanism to perfect yourself. And, like, why are you trying to, like, make sure you're perfect all the time so you can be loved by others and be accepted? Yeah. So this voice in your head that seems like it f***ing hates you is looking out for you. Mm-hmm. It's just trying to make sure you stay in line with what will get you approval. So how did you flip that switch? I was so, like you said, like dead. Yeah. Like self-esteem in hell. Like the mm-hmm. bar was so low. <laughs> I did not have like one good thing I saw about myself. And I was like, okay, if being so mean to myself worked, I would feel good or be achieving things by now. Yeah. And I hadn't. So I was like, well, why am I being so mean to myself? What am I getting out of it? And then I looked at what am I getting out of it? And that's how I discovered like the whole voice that's mean to you is just trying to critique you so you can get approved of mm-hmm. and like get love. Like it's looking out for you. It's trying to make sure you stay loved, even though it's being mean as hell. But then like I came to that awareness and then I was like, okay, every time I would have a thought that was like attacking myself, I would stop. And like observe the thought and be like, okay, you're trying to protect me. I would like talk to the voice. It would sound insane. <laughs> I would like talk to the voice that was so mean and be like, I see why you're saying that, but you don't have to protect me. Right. And I would you have to like give that voice reassurance so it will calm down and leave you the hell alone. Like I'm very big in splitting consciousness and like I understand things at such a high level. I just don't talk that high. Right. Because people don't get it. <laughs> nah, see, I'm like, I talk to my voice too, but I feel like I'm just like, I'm big and I'm gassing it up. Like it'd be like <laughs> I look in the mirror and I'm like, my voice would be like, yo, you look at shit right now. I'm like, true, true, fast, 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 fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, your voice in my head. How did that event go? Do you think she liked me or whatever? Nah, she hates you, bro. Like <laughs> that shit was bad. I'm like, true, 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 fast, fast, fast. You right, I you question right. it. Like if I have a thought come up where it's like an instance where you're at a, like a party or something and you're thinking about what you said, I'll just think back or I'll have like a thought come up where it's like, oh, you were a dumbass. You shouldn't have said this, shouldn't have said that. And then I'll think, like, is that actually true? Did I say anything bad? How mm-hmm. did that person perceive it? Like, I question what it's saying. So, like, when I get in the mirror and I'm like, oh, you look like hell. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do I? Yeah. Like, I reason with it. And then I'll look at proof it's not true. And if it is true, I'll change it. Yeah. So, That's... if I look in the mirror and I look like shit, all right, I'm getting changed. But if it says you look like <laughs> shit and you look at yourself like, nah, I look good. Like, I look at it like, okay, like, if that's a concern, is it a good concern or is it invalid? Right. See, I, I have to adjust to that. I don't think I, I'm not there yet. You'll get there. <laughs> I'll get there. It's it's funny that you say it because like I watch your content. I do like all the time, even though like you never you never notice me when I comment or whatever like that. But um, like you're so <laughs> like you come across as like so confident. Like I would never guess like you ever had like a low self esteem ever in your life. You can only experience being super confident at the level I am if you experience the contrast of it. Mm-hmm. We've we, both have experienced such low self-esteem, that's the amount of confidence you can achieve. Mm-hmm. So some people have only like had their feelings hurt a little. 
and they're only going to get this confident. We've hit floor like the floor in hell. Yeah. So we're going to go to heaven with our <laughs> confidence. We're going to be big heads, asshole. Not really. Like we're we're going to be humble forever. Yeah. But we'll be like you'll get more in touch and recognize your value more. But that's one thing that helps me a lot. Is like you know when you're going through something bad or you feel very insecure. The flip side of it, you're going to experience like as soon as you start tapping into your confidence and seeing things different, it's just going to come with time. But you can employ things, but you're going to get to a level of confidence that I have. Yeah. And even past me. Like we're yeah. not done learning or growing. But don't get discouraged that you've been so insecure. Like it's it was just you had to get there. Yeah. So you could understand what it takes to get to the other side. I guess it's like it's trying to shake that sort of like that voice in my head, but also it's like because of the platform that I have now, it's like the first video I made was literally about my depression. And it became like a trend. <laughs> so it's like, how do you shake <laughs> I need to sit out. Yeah. I'm about to bust you in your head. <laughs> so, like, no, like that ass, like I made a trend to a little a ludicrous. <laughs> how are you gonna be de- depressed with ludicrous? Pick a struggle. No, like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, how depressed you have to be to take one of the most, like, eclectic rappers of all time and turn it into a sad <laughs> Like, you did that. Creative. Yeah, that's how creative I am. <laughs> Flip my depression. But, like, it turned into, like, an actual trend. And then I caught myself in the cycle of, like, made a video with depression. And I was like, people were like, oh, make another one. And I was like, okay, well, I also have, like, crippling social anxiety as well. I guess we could make a video about that, and then I find myself, like, even now trying to get out of that funk, it's like, people come up to me, it's like, oh, back again, like, depressed guy. Like, <laughs> A lot of people don't understand that the overcritical voice in your head contributes to social anxiety. Mm-hmm. I used to have it really bad. I still have anxiety. I've just, like, mastered it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't let it stop me anymore or hold me back. I know how to get through it. But that voice in your head, that's like, when you, it's a lot of pressure to carry when you're constantly so hypercritical of every single move you make. Mm-hmm. If you perceive every step you take with like a negative consequence, that's where the anxiety sets and you're not gonna wanna do anything because you see no safe step to take. Like that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So people don't understand social anxiety, but like I relate. Yeah, I, f- I view every interaction as it's about to be a negative interaction. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like even I was like, I get even it. when I was like gonna meet you, I was like, he's gonna hate me. He's gonna do this guy. Sucks. I did a little like, tall ass bitch. <laughs> like I know we're laughing about it, but that's such a weight to bear. Like it's so stressful, and there's so much pressure on every interaction because every little detail you're so wrapped up in it. Yeah. Like it's that's literal hell to live in. Yeah. So I get it. And even like, cause you do this like thing or whatever, where like I'll just be looking somewhere, and then you'll just be staring like at me for a little bit. Yeah, like that. Like <laughs> I do that a lot. I can read people. Yeah. Like, but a like, lot of people don't get it when they watch me online, but I can, like, I'll sit in, like, I can, like, channel people. Yeah. So I can sit there and, like, just, like, observe things, and then I just become aware of shit that I'm not <laughs> supposed to know. Because, yeah, who, <laughs> like, that's what I mean. It was kind of like, like, I was looking over to my right, and I'm like. You just see me looking into your soul. Yeah, and, like, from my, like, peripheral, you're just, like, over the table, <laughs> just like this. And then all of a sudden you go, we're going to have a conversation this week. <laughs> I did. I really yeah. Did. I was like, you got, some, you got some shit weighing on you. We'll yeah. talk about it. We'll talk about this later. I'm like, oh shit. Give me like a brief synopsis of like, what, what was your read on me? Because I'm terrible at reading people. Um, I picked up on a social anxiety. I picked up on not really insecurity, but like over cautiousness with every move. 
Yeah. And I relate to that. And then the whole cheating thing that you went through. Yeah. As you were explaining the details of it, there was a lot of like shifts <laughs> in like <laughs> I sound like a psychopath. <laughs> like it was a lot of shifts in your energy while you were talking about it. Like it right. wasn't like a set solid like content at all. <laughs> it was like there was so much conflicting still going on. That's why I was like, I want to talk to you about it later. Yeah. Like we don't have to do it on the podcast, but I definitely want to like help you because you're someone that thinks the way that you do, and I fully get it. Mm-hmm. And I know what that situation did to you, and I know how it still hurts you every single day. So I'm gonna pop that and like flip it. Damn. Like, don't ask what I observe. Yeah, yeah, no, don't. my fault. Yeah, my fault because you like that it's was, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I get overwhelmed sometimes. Shifts in energy. You're not. You're not okay with this. No. <laughs> you seem like you're content. You're not. Right. So yeah, with like the putting people on a pedestal, I find myself in a relationship like I never learn how to like. Fi- I never find who I am in a relationship because I put someone else on a pedestal. I never like. I guess like with. Loving yourself, like, how do you do that in the dating world and, like, in a relationship? Um, so you're used to giving yourself up when you get in a relationship. Sounds like. Fully. <laughs> Not even a hesitation. Fully. Oh, my track, God. Tra- track, hey. record, track record shows. Oh, my God. I need to give you a hug after this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing, but all this is hitting me. He's crying inside. So <laughs> deep. <laughs> No, so with relationships, it's, I'm going to sound like an asshole, but I get you want to be there and like people please and become everything someone wants and thinking that will make them want you, but it's actually the opposite. You have to like, it's unattractive. It's you're unsafe to care about if you throw yourself away to date somebody. Cause like if I start dating you and you just cater your entire life to me, now I'm annoyed cause I have to be hyper considerate of you. And make sure you're okay because you won't do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. I know that's kind of like rough, but I had to realize that. No, and I think that's something that, like, in hindsight, looking, that's like my last relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. I was like, <laughs> it was like I was willing to give up everything for that person, yeah. and like that's how you've learned to love, though. Yeah, you look at sacrifice as love. Yeah, because I look, damn. Well, yeah, because like I look at like. How'd this turn to a therapy session? You're talking to me. Yeah. It's going to. <laughs> but I think, like, with, like, my dad, right? Like, he left me at a very young age. And I saw, like, the sacrifices that everyone around me made and how much my mom put into me growing up, which has also, like, become, like, a deep thing for me where, like, I, like now I'm, like, how do I give back to my mom for everything that she gave up for me? And now you hearing you saying that is, like, kind of, like, how I am to the people in my life where, like, I will sacrifice, I'll give up everything to help the people that I care about the most. I'm going to f*** your head up for a second. So I want you to think back. Anytime you doubt yourself or question yourself, think back to everyone around you when you were younger sacrificing for you. It's because you were worth it. You were were someone worth sacrificing for. Yo, shut up, bro. No, you (laughs) need to see this. Because you're over here sacrificing yourself. And all these people sacrifice for you. If you ever question your f-ing value, think back to that moment. Your validation's been there your whole life. F- you, man. <laughs> <laughs> f- you, bro. Thank you. Of course.
That's what I do. <laughs> cool, fan questions. <laughs> Johnny, can we cut to a quick commercial break? <laughs> All right, next up, we're going to answer some of your fan questions. Let's get right into it. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, first one from Ono Mackay. How do you think your life would have been if you never did reality TV or social media? I think. Still flipping ice cream? Yeah. I'd probably still be in the warehouse. I used to be a bouncer as well. Really? Yeah, I was a bouncer for like five years. But I, pr- I'd, I don't know. I'd probably still be doing that. Probably be a struggling musician working in a warehouse. I did. I like. I think reality and social media made me uncomfortable and pushed me in a way where like I had to confront a lot of things. So like for example, doing reality TV and especially doing a dating show, whenever I like I'm with someone and I let's say I break up with someone like my ex, my first instinct was to run away. I was like I'm a runner too. Yeah, like flight. Like I was like I kid you not the day after I was like looking at visas to go to like Australia, the UK. I was gonna leave the country and my <laughs> Yeah. Like I was like I never wanted I don't want to even be in this environment. I don't want to be in restaurants we've ever been in. But on the dating show, when I got like dumped, it was like I had to stay there and confront my emotions and confront everything around me. So like I think in terms of relationships and dating, it helped me a lot grow and be like, okay, I can, you know, face, confront these emotions and it's not as scary as I thought it was going to be. And I can still maintain somewhat of a cordial relationship with the people in my life the relationships that I've had in my life you know what I mean so if you didn't do any of the social media you think you'd still run yeah because <laughs> I was my, I'm like clean I'll be like I'll delete every single photo I will get rid of any gift I ever got from you I don't I burn them yeah I don't I don't like I throw Except my Rolex no. yeah <laughs> no someone give you a Rolex yeah damn I never got a Rolex it was a makeup gift mm. I didn't I never got anything like that mine was more like jackets and shoes <laughs> <laughs> Take what you can get. Yeah, exactly. But I, I immediately burn it. I don't want any memory of that. So I think doing reality and social media helped me. I have to like confront that because now, it's almost like, my day in life in a sense is like, it is like a in real rom com for people now because of the show. They're like, who are you with now? Who are you seeing? If I take a picture with anyone, if, if I take a picture with anyone, if I'm walking around with someone, it's like, people will see it and they'll they'll go on Reddit or go on Twitter or something like that. So I think now. I'm able to like confront that and grow from that. But if not, I'd still be running. <laughs> I feel that. How would I be doing? I think I'd still be I'd probably be dead. <laughs> like uh, like on some real shit, like I'd probably be not here cuz I would be on like a quest of trying to find like value in myself or feeling like I had something to offer cuz that's what I get with my social media. Mhm. It's like been such a reflection of value and I have value I can provide. And like the people that can appreciate it have found it. Like even with like relationships, with dating, with family, with friends, I've always been so confused. Like I thought I was great and no one reflected it back to me. Like no one appreciated me. But like getting online, the value that I have is appreciated. Mm-hmm. So like I think I would probably be mentally insane or in prison. Yeah. I've- <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, I, I, I relate to that in a sense where, like, <laughs> my self-worth, although it's very small, is dwindled. 
the amount. I feel that like it's, it's like this much now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like <laughs> it's not much to do nothing it's, with. It's not much to do but anything with. But I feel like social media, reality TV, the little bit of validation I get, you know, what I right. mean, the few comments that are like, "Oh, I love this." <laughs> right. Oh, you look good. You know what I mean? Like it does help you a bit of like, yeah. You know, because for a long time, I feel like for people, for me at least, it's like they see the way I dress or paint my nails or I'll like, I'll go out. I'll, I'll, I don't care about wearing a skirt, a dress, makeup, lipstick, whatever. And before it's like I felt weird about it. And then in a sense, people are like, oh, you're so confident. But really, it was just like I just, is it confidence or is, am I just like numb? You know what I mean? Like not give a f I feel like there's like a fine line between the two. Maybe I'm wrong. Cause you're looking at me like you're wrong here. Don't question yourself. <laughs> but I always felt like, is it? Am I being vulnerable? Am I confident, or do I just like not give a? Because it's not like I feel confident walking out. I'm just doing it because this is just what I do. You, it's what you do. It's who you are, and people like that. And that's what I get from right social media. So I feel like social, and it has allowed me to like kind of get over my social anxiety, which was a big issue, and like meet people that are similar minded, I feel like. I like that. It op it opens up your world a little bit more. Where I felt like I was very closed off and I would never be doing something like this if I hadn't done social media reality TV. I would not be doing this whatsoever. <laughs> I love it. I, I like I would have I wouldn't have shown up to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too stressed. Yeah. I would have been like, oh I got I got something to do in the morning. I can't make it guys. Six PM. They didn't invite me three times. That means they changed their mind. No, I, yeah, dead ass. I had that to, used to be me. I had to seek validation from like, from Carrie, from you, <laughs> from Spence. Make sure every is that, does everyone know I'm coming? Is you probably okay? asked the Uber too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking to the Uber driver on the you way. Sure, it's okay. I go. Yeah, <laughs> telling them the whole situation. Like, do you think this is fine? Do you think it's socially acceptable for me to show up to this event? Like, they all know each other. <laughs> Uber driver's like, I don't give a. F <laughs> Just give me five stars yeah. and off. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, what's our next question? Next question. I love these. From Roganels. What really motivates you slash keeps you going? What motivates me recently is like achieving things, leveling myself up, and the excitement of who I'm going to meet at my new level. Because you're only a match to people if you're a match to people. So like as I improve, as I level up, as I achieve more, as I become more, as I like repair more in myself, it raises my vibration and what I become a match to up there, the people I've been meeting, like you, hey. yeah, Like the people I've been meeting, the opportunities I've been met with are at that level. So I get excited to level myself up because of who I'm gonna meet, especially with dating. Cause like who I'm gonna be a match to for the next person I date is gonna be next level and I'm not settling for anything but it keeps me so excited all the time mm -hmm. like it makes me driven to do more because I don't really think about like money is cool fun sure but it's only motivating so far but like the connections that you're going to be able to have and the opportunities you're going to get oh that's exciting <laughs> like I'm just excited to keep leveling up yeah. it's like the people I meet up there keep different. building yeah yeah I say that's like my motivation yeah, I don't feel really. And making money and being cute. Yeah. <laughs> Looking in the mirror. Right. Um, that's a great answer. I would, I never really feel motivated. I feel like. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Billy, we get it. <laughs> Back on the depressed girl shit. Oh Back on the depressed God. train. Like, what makes you feel motivated? What What do you think of that makes you like excited? Like, what boosts you and makes you want to stand up? It's always like I think it goes back to the social media where like. 
what motivates me is like the the value you bring people like you said like when i get messages of like mom saying that their kids watch my content and want to paint their nails or the people that approach you and like hey like the way you portrayed yourself on tv was like was touching me you know what i mean like i've had guys like i went to coachella and there was like a group of guys wearing crop tops and they're like crop top dom like you know what i mean like that kind of stuff is like it makes me realize that what i'm doing is something good is something valuable that like is changing people in a sense for the better and allowing them to express themselves and but then it's like i get those messages i'm sure you probably get a ton of them where it's like hey your content has gotten me through the day you know what i mean like i didn't smile all day and then i saw your content and now i'm happy and it's like it's so sweet and that motivates me but sometimes it motivates me in like a toxic way where like I'll be like, well, shit, like, if I don't post something today, today might be the day someone needed that. Mm. And then it's, then I start this cycle of, like, if I don't do it, then I get down on myself. But I feel like that's, like, my motivational thing right now is the platform that I've attained through everything. And, like, I have to keep this going because this is helping people. Even though sometimes it doesn't feel like it's helping myself. That's... I just observed something, but I don't know if we want to talk about it or not. It's kind of deep. <laughs> Here we go. It's like you're, you say you don't ever feel motivated, but like what you described is a situation where I know how you are and how you kind of like go through life. So you're very critical of yourself. So when you do something, you don't feel like it was good. And that kind of like makes you not want to do it. So like you're critiquing yourself and then when someone gives you positive feedback it was helpful it did do good like you you did do good and you inspired me or you helped me the pressure that you have on yourself of being critical comes off so it's not that you feel motivated you feel free and that's like the feeling that you're describing is like you feel like you can keep moving forward but it's not like a motivation it's like relief of pressure oh yeah so i guess it's a relief yeah. So I guess I don't feel motivation. <laughs> you were right when you said that. <laughs> I mean, whatever works, works. But yeah, I mean, it, it's been working. <laughs> so I guess like, don't bro. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. I always say that. Yeah. That's why people ask me why I wear the same thing every day. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it's cute, I'm gonna wear it. Yeah. It, in my case, it's like if it is, it is broken, and I'm never gonna fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> There's some things about myself I will just not try to change. I'm like, girl, it's been broken. Yeah. It's Don't not, even try. Yeah. I've done every single troubleshooting method. I've called customer service. Have you rebooted? I've rebooted. I've plugged, I've plugged it out. <laughs> it back in. Did you blow like out of the dust? Yeah. I blew in the cartridge. <laughs> Nothing. It's like, yeah, this is just a lot. You just got to get a new model. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god one day when we're able to transfer consciousness you're just gonna like put yourself in a new body and be like this is nice. yeah this i like it. this <laughs> this is a better model get a new vehicle yeah it's like it's like right now my body is like a 1994 like honda civic <laughs> you know like, i just want a tesla yeah just put me a tesla <laughs> let's play games now let's play games another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Our game today is... Dun, 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 is it cheating? <laughs> you picked the wrong one to yeah. put this with. I'm Albanian. I'm very old-fashioned. Like, if you look at somebody that's not me, cheating. cheating. So we're going to give you some scenarios. Okay. And then you're going to... We're going to... Assess it and see is it cheating or is it not cheating. Let's do it. All right. So first scenario, liking somebody's post, but they're in a bathing suit. Mm, it's not cheating, but I am going to be pissed off. You're going to question it. No, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm going to go through your phone yeah. for sure, <laughs> but I'm going to be mad. Like it's not cheating, Yeah. but it's disrespectful. It's like, why? Like, right. what was the purpose of the double tap? That's what, that's right. how I look at it. It's like, well, what was the double tap for? It's just inconsiderate to who you're with. It's like if we're dating and I go like some guy's picture that's like shirtless or guy's little ass out. Yeah. That's so disrespectful to you. Yeah, because it's like, why did you do you didn't you could have liked it in your head. But the action of double tapping it. Why do you even follow anybody that's not me <laughs> posting things like that? That's how that's like low-key my like social media dream <laughs> is to like date someone and they're the only person I follow. Right. I think that's like we just follow each other. I think that's like we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, scenario number two. Watching porn, is it cheating? No. Not in my opinion. Yeah. I guess it, it's like the how extreme is the watching porn getting? Like, like are you watching porn and not hooking up with me? I guess is it that, like a yeah. substitute? If it's a substitute? If it's like if I'm not around or whatever, like, even if I am around, like, it's fine. But if it's like if we're not doing anything and you're just watching porn... I guess it's still not cheating, though. Right. It's not cheating, but, like, if you're supplementing it, instead of hooking up with me, I'm pissed off. Yeah. I'm going to break up with you for it. Oh, if, like, there's just, you wouldn't even have a conversation about it first. Just oh, like I that. would. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to come home, all that shit's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Go watch your little porn stars. So is it You cheat? wanted that. So no, is it's not cheating. cheating. You just wouldn't. You just don't with it. Right. Mm, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Not cheating, but I like it's over. Maybe not over. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I've never gotten into that. Like, I guess porn. I don't... You oh. don't watch porn? Not really. What do you do? You be hooking up? You be fucking? You. You be fucking? It's crazy. Do you be? F-ing? Come on, ponytail. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just because just cause my hair is in a ponytail, you know what I'm saying, doesn't mean I'm a stallion. Why? Wait, why do you, you don't hook up? No. What? That's why you don't have no joy in life. That's why you don't have no pep in your step. Don't watch porn. Don't have sex. I mean, like, I want You smoke like, cigarettes with me, so I get it. Yeah. But you need a little more to live for. <laughs> do you have, like, a shopping addiction like me? No, because I can't afford it. <laughs> that would be my outlet. We can go shopping. I'll take you shopping. I'll be your sugar daddy. Be, be my sugar. Yo, you know I went. I went. So, 
Get it out. <laughs> there was a point. I was I was really down bad, right? And I like I went on on live on TikTok and I said, "Yo, applications for a sugar mom are wide open. I'll take a sugar mom. Dead serious. How do I find one? They're like seeking arrangements. I'm like, cool, Duh. right? I got I got zero offers." <laughs> That's so humbling. <laughs> that would have been my 13th reason. When was this? <laughs> Pretty recent. After the show? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just like, you, I, was, there was, I just reached a point where I was like, you know, I'm kind of, let me just, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm depressed. I'm tired. I had I had a conversation with friends where like I had this one friend. She was like, "Yeah, I just dressed up like a cat and like I got a jaguar. Like Chase's guy around like dressed up as a cat, gave me a jaguar, like whatever, like that." And I was like, I "Can use a jaguar right now? Just get a jaguar I sell it." That's funny. Zero offer. <laughs> oh my god. It is no, what it is though. There's something about like I have money now and it's nice. It's fun, but there's just something about spending someone else's. It's so nice. I've never had the feeling. Oh, I'll tell you right now. It's like, you'll make all the money in the world, but you're still just going to want to swipe someone else's card. There's mm. just something about it. It's like a fetish. Scenario number three, your partner is texting all the time, texting someone else. They're getting hit with our phone. They're getting hit with the phone. <laughs> I mean, if it's, it's, if it's family, text whoever you want. Yeah. If it's a friend or some... If it's just a friend or anyone that's not related to you, it's a problem. Right. It depends what you're talking about, if it's cheating or not, in my eyes. I get, I, yeah. Because it's like, why are you texting? Right. And for, like, I why, love to talk. Uh, yeah. And, like, why all the time? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love to why, talk to me. Text me. I love to talk. Yeah. I can text. <laughs> Have thumbs. So is it cheating? Depends what they're talking about. Let's say they're, like, all right, two... Let's if you're telling options. them things you're not telling them, you're, if you tell them things you're not telling me, or if you're with the whole, good morning, how's your day, talking a little crap like that, and then, oh, good night. The good night is crazy. Nope. Good, good night. I'm done. Good, <laughs> I hate that this sounds insecure, but good night to anyone that's not me is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's like. That's going to be your last night. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Is it cheating? Drunk kissing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what it is or what happens. You are responsible for your actions even when you're drunk. If you can't control yourself, don't get drunk. Yeah. I'm a rigid prick yeah. when it comes to drunk. Being drunk and alcohol, drugs, any of that is not an excuse. Your behavior is what you did. You're accountable for it, in I, my opinion. I completely agree. And this is, I'm a serial drunk kisser. I kiss everyone when I'm drunk. Okay, I'm gonna test that. <laughs> no, I'm like, I, what, I was like out on Saturday night and I was just, I got myself in a couple, couple predicaments. <laughs> predicaments? Yeah. You Is that the right word? Predicament? You buy now? Is predicament another word for situation? Girl, you don't get it. Yeah. I'm just talking okay. about the dick part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you be right kissing, away. you be smooching? Yeah. So if I'm in a relationship, I, I just don't go out. Okay. I just That's like, fine. if I'm in a relationship, I'm like, oh, why don't you just go? It's like, I'll go out, but first of all, I need to have like 
there's a certain amount of friends there that will keep me in line. Because I, few tequilas in me, I'm like, let's kiss. I mean, I'm the friend you got to go out with if you're in a relationship because I'll bust you in the back of the head. Like, I just thought about it, Leo. How did yeah, you know? That's, and that's <laughs> what I need. And that's why I just don't go out. Right. That's why you'd be a good friend to go out with like, mm-hmm. when I'm drunk. But like, if I'm out and about drinking, I'm like a serial make-outer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm about that life. I have a slut tattooed on my hip. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I got drunk on a first date with someone. We went to a house party and there was a tattooer there. So I tattooed slut on my hip while we were like making out. And now it's just there. Sorry, mom. That's kind of cool. I but like a tattoo with meaning. Whore. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I can't. It's literally. It's like the scarlet letter. Like it's literally tattooed. I can't say anything No, I can't it. call you a whore because sluts just have sex. Whores get paid. Last question. Is it cheating to hook up with someone when you're on a break? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like, like you guys have like been like, all right, this isn't working out. Let's take a break from each other. Like, are you broken up or are you on a break? Like, is a break just something that's discussed? Like, okay, we're just gonna take a break from this. Yeah, what kind are we doing? Well, I guess is that like, like I don't are we know. on I'm a break? Ne- never or are under- we not on a break? Are we I've still never understood a break. Me neither. Because it's, it's like it's the like, word. I'm just fed up with you right now. Does like, <laughs> that doesn't work for me. Yeah, it's like break up. The word break is in break up. So how do you just take a break? Like what so is that? So if it's a break where you're just like, okay, for the next month we're not together or whatever, 100% is cheating. And if you break up, I say you get like a 30-day grace period. Don't touch nobody. That's not me. Mm. Because I got to make sure I'm done with you. Because yeah. if I want to go back or we want to get back together, if you've already been with someone else, you're dead to me. So you give me 30 days, 30 business days. Yeah. And then we can make sure we're both done. So you're like, if someone, <laughs> if you break up with somebody and they hook up with someone like a week later, Mm-mm. you're like, no. Hell no. What if like they didn't tell you? I'm going to know. But you found out like. <laughs> I'm going to find out. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> so so break up 30 day period. In that 30 day period, it's cheating. Yeah. After I that, know that's fine. irrational. I know it doesn't make sense. The title's broken, sure. Yeah. But like, n- I'm mad about it. <laughs> Like, do not touch nobody for 30 days. Yeah. Don't look at nobody. Don't talk to nobody. Don't like nobody's picture. Just in case. I'm not done. I want to come back. But it, <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is pretty crazy. Like, I've had it where, like, like the day after or, like, a couple days after. And it's like, what? How did you even You talking about you do that or they do that? They do that. They I've, already I've, have I've someone never, they were talking I've, to. I've never cheated. I'm proud of you. Yeah yourself i have it's not about me (laughs) 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 i'll never do it again but so you're saying you've had people hook up with someone else a day after you break up yeah like less than like yeah Mm -mm, because they've been talking to them the gays move quick so if it's a gay dude you're talking to he got on grinder and had some dick a girl she's been talking to him she's been scoping him out she's been in contact or it's an old body Mm -hmm. and they hooked up yeah watch out yeah, I've had that. And I was like, is that cheating? This is definitely like. That's too hurt- close for comfort. Hurtful. But I was like, is that, can you say that's cheating? I don't like, I've always like, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have a very jaded view about all this. Yeah. I know it doesn't make sense, but it's it's my rules. Yeah. 
I decide what I want. Yeah. <laughs> it's your life. I make the rules. All right, that does it for our show. Do you have any socials, any projects you're working on, anything you want to plug? Yes. So my Instagram is the Leo Skeppy. Not verified. Because I'm not paying for it. Get them verified. TikTok, not verified, but it's just Leo Skeppy. And then I have my own podcast called Aware and Aggravated. It's number one in education still for like the last month and a half. Um, it's on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. I am working on something super secret and private and fun, but it's a vitamin line. <laughs> it's like, it's in the, in the works. It's, in it's the, gonna okay. be something that no one has seen before. Okay. And it's gonna be very my style. I love I'll it. I'll tell you about it off camera. Okay, tell me about it off camera. <laughs> but you also, you have merch as well, right? Yes. Yeah. I always forget to talk about that. So I have a lot of merch with a lot of different sayings that I say. My top seller is not above violence. I love that one. I just released tote bags. Everything's embroidered. Everything's cute, nice, classy. Not no cheap shit everybody else has. That's it for our show, everyone. Hope you loved it. Make sure to come back next week. So sorry to Tara Swift. We ran out of time. But maybe she'll be back next week. Don't forget to follow, rate, review Dom Meets World wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe to Pass Your Bedtime on YouTube for full video episodes. We'll see you next week. Hit it, Johnny. Why so glum, Dom? Well, Mr. Beanie, I've been talking to this girl for a really long time now, but I don't know if I'm in a healthy place to be dating right now. Why is that? Well, my last relationship was really hard on me. I really like this girl, though. I just don't want to hurt her feelings. Well, then you could always just ghost her. Isn't that what the kids are doing these days? No! I would never do that. So, you're just gonna lead her on? Dom, you've gotta be honest with yourself and look in the mirror and ask yourself the hard questions. Like, do I really like Taylor Swift's new album? No, like, who am I? What am I doing with my life? Do I really like this shirt that I'm wearing? Mr. Bean, is this your way of telling me you don't like my outfit? Yes. See how easy that was, being honest? You're right! I need to work on myself, love myself. Wow! Cured. Now I can ghost her without feeling bad. <laughs>